The Radio Memories Network is brought to you in part by Liberated Syndication. Podcast publishing made easy. Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. The Radio Memories Network welcomes you to the world of modern radio theater, an old medium revived for a new era through the Radio Memories Network. It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. The curtains are your eyelashes, your hat our fly space. Different parts of your brain are the costume, set designer, and makeup artist. And your eyes are in your ear. Audio plays have been broadcast since radio began. Minus, 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 one. Join us as we continue the tradition on the Texas Radio Theater. Blue Proton Space Ranger! I'm the Whisper. It means murder, Watson. Onward to adventure! Away! Because it's not only the theater, but it's the theater of the mind. The mind! And that's what I'm writing Jump for. Jump Frog! Renegade! Ready for impact in three, two, one. <sighs> Tying on the rope now! It's the realm of your imagination, where anything can happen, and usually does. Welcome to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. Hi, I'm Rich Froelich, and this week we finish off the Terror of the Hawkmen. This is part three, and this is the last Flash Gordon we did. At the at the end, there you'll hear there's a there's a hint that and a hope, a sort of half promise that we may continue it. But we decided. In fact, I think it was something that DB Humphreys and I had talked about. We realized that Flash Gordon isn't isn't really um, ours. We had uh, I had Cliff Proton, and we came up with a whisper, and then there was Rod Renegade, and uh, those you will hopefully hear in future pro- podcasts, and uh, those were our characters, and Flash Gordon was somebody else's, and, and we did a great homage to it. I hope you agree that... Uh, uh, that uh, that's what you're hearing. This was recorded back in 19, not 19, 2003, July uh, 18th, 2003, and we recorded all three together, and that's why uh, you've been hearing the credits the same each time. Anyhow, uh, this is it, the last chapter of the Terror of the Hawkmen. Up next, the Texas Radio Theater Company will bring you the Terror of the Hawkmen, right after this important message. Coming to your local Googleplex, a timeless story from the pages of your favorite classic children's book, updated, improved, and finally brought to the big screen, only the way Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro can, in an all-new live-action version of Green Eggs and Ham. Joe Pesci is Sam. I am Sam. Sam, I am. Robert De Niro is that tall yellow guy in the hat. You looking at me? Are you looking at me? Yeah, I'm looking at you, and I'm talking to you. And I'm wondering, do you like green eggs and ham? Well, do you? Do you, you yellow 
freak in a top hat? No, you I don't like green eggs and ham. So stuff it up, you Well, I think you would like them in a house, you Or maybe you would like them with a mouse, you I warned you. Hey! Hey! You missed me, you lousy shot! So how would you like these eggs in a box? Maybe you might like them in a box. What about a fox, you This heartwarming must-see film is rated R for mature language, adult situations, nudity, inappropriate behavior with an obble-headed blue-bellied yap, and graphic violence. In fact, most material in this film may not be appropriate for children. See Pesci and De Niro together in Dr. Seuss's Green Eggs and Ham. Voted by critics the most advertised film of the year. I do not like green eggs and ham, you... Blast to gets way into a theater, fast food restaurant, or breakfast cereal near you. And now, back to Flash Gordon and the terror of the Hawkmen. Presenting tonight and in person the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden in this Texas Radio Theater Company version, The Terror of the Hawkman. Adapted by Richard Froelich and D.B. Humphreys with five sound effects. Engineered by Jennifer Parson and Ken Rainey. These thrilling adventures come to you as once depicted each week in your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Now, available deep in the archives of your local public library. And now, Flash Gordon. As Flash, Dale, and our new friend, King Voltan, celebrate at the banquet, the royal airship of Ming is suddenly sighted. This means trouble. What did I tell you? There will be no wedding for us tomorrow. We will die fighting. I've had enough of that paper tiger. No, Voltan. Let us take our chances on escaping. Give us a rocket ship. It is no use, Flash. I imagine that all of the launch bays were damaged when the city tilted. He's right. Engine stop! Secure all lines. Or the ramp. Here he comes. His Universal Majesty, Emperor of Mongo, Ming the Merciless. And Princess Aura. She sure gets around. Steady, Dale, darling. There will be a way out of this. Greetings and welcome, Emperor Ming. So, Voltan, you have become friends with the prisoners. They have become indispensable to me. You challenge my authority? Should I? <laughs> Same old Voltan. Now, turn over this Earthman to my torturers and deliver to me my promised bride, Dale Arden. I command it. No, Father, you promised Flash Gordon to me as my share of the spoils. Hold, Ming. By the ancient laws of Mongo, by the sacred laws of the great Pau, who is all-wise, I call for a tournament of death. A tournament? And your new friend, Flash Gordon, would enter? Yes. <laughs> a tournament. Then you and all your kingdom will see the weakness of this weird alien. All of you will see him fail and die. <laughs> Wonderful. So be it. <laughs> 
In the center of the Hawkman's Cloud City is nestled a massive bowl-shaped arena. It's here that representatives of all the kingdoms of Mongo fill the stands to witness the Tournament of Death, in which only one of the contestants will survive. Flash and Dale occupy seats of honor in Voltan's box. Princess Aura enters the arena on a golden throne carried by six golden dragon men. Here comes Aura in all of her glory. She is vile, treacherous, and cruel. <laughs> in other words, my boy, she is a beauty. Oh, please. Ah! Now, here comes Groobridge, king of the lion men. Ah! The dragon men are frightened by the lions. They've dropped the princess. Ah, stay where you are, my boy. Prince Baron is already picking her up. She seems to be smiling at him. I wonder what she's saying. Oh, Prince Baron, you have saved my life. Why did you do it? After the way I've treated you. Because, my princess, you are a woman. A beautiful woman. And I can no longer deny the fact that I... I love you. But whatever it is she's saying, I wish she would get interested in somebody else and leave you alone, Flash. The tenement is about to begin, Flash. There's your horse. Here, take this sword, my boy. It's the one with which I became King of the Hawkmen. Take it and justify my faith in you. And my faith as well. I will, Dale. And thank you, Voltan. I will do my best. In another box, halfway across the arena, Prince Baron reaches a critical decision. Zarkov, I'm going to enter the tournament and win back my kingdom. And Ming's daughter, Princess Aura, for my bride. Do not be a fool, Prince Baron. Why do you risk being killed? Because if I don't, I might as well be dead. Wish me luck, my friend. I go to do battle. It is a battle royal, with every horseman for himself. As the battle rages around him, Flash is beset by two blue guardsmen. Ah! Ah! He vanquishes one, but as he is attacked by the other, Flash falls from his horse. Now you die! <laughs> but before that blue man can drive home a death thrust... For my kingdom! The masked rider slays the blue man, and Flash is saved. Hear ye, hear ye. This ends the first great test of the Tournament of Death. A banquet will now be held for the survivors. Are you sure you're all right, Flash? Why, of course, Dale. If it hadn't been for that masked fighter, you would be dead now. Why did you enter this horrible tournament? To win freedom, a kingdom, and what's more important, you. My dear. Look, the masked fighter is with Princess Aura. Ah, the masked champion. Are you a criminal fearing arrest or a noble fearing recognition? Blue blood, red or green, my lady. It will flow in the arena just as freely for your amusement. Oh, here. Wear this scarf as a token, but do not stain it with your blood. Fair lady, a kiss from your gorgeous lips, and I would face the legions of Vorkien. <laughs> Insolent one. If you won me, I would merely have you tortured. <laughs> then I shall look forward to my victory even more. Don't toy with me. I'm being quite serious, Masked Champion. You cannot punish the living dead of the tournament. Goodbye, you beautiful devil. I go to fight for your hand. That Masked Champion, when he slayed the blue man, he cried, For my kingdom, 
And Dale? I swear I know his voice. But from where, Flash? I'm not exactly sure. The Tournament of Death shall continue. Round two. All champions to their places. All champions to their places. The call has sounded. I must go back to the fight. Goodbye, Dale. Goodbye, and good luck, my darling. Oh, King Voltan, when will this awful tournament end? I know it seems horrible to you, little bird, but it is better that Flash should die honorably in the field of battle than at the hands of Ming's torturers. Death is still death. A waste. But think, if he wins this final event, he will be a king, and you will be his queen. But if not, I'll have Emperor Ming to... Say, Voltan, where is Emperor Ming? Hmm, he is not here. <laughs> He's probably hiding in fear that your Flash Gordon will win. <laughs> but Ming wasn't hiding in fear. At the moment Voltan said those words, the Emperor and his blue henchmen entered the Hawkman's sacred temple to the great Pau. I, priestess of the Hawkmen. Emperor Ming, this is the sacred room of Pao. None but the clergy may enter. Nonsense. I'm Emperor Ming. Surely I can pay you a visit and make an offering to Pao? Of course, of course. Now, where is your sacrifice? Standing in front of me, you fool! <laughs> Slaves, kill the priests! Kill them all! <laughs> And Ming once again rips the sacred Hawkman's necklace from around the priest's throat. Clean this mess up. Throw the bodies from the city. Now that I've got my prize in hand, I'll rule all! Back at the tournament, the last two contestants line up. Two by two, they mount a taut rope bridge stretched over a flaming pool to joust with swords. And the last one left standing wins. Contestants, begin. One after another, the vanquished fall to their death. King Voltan, only Flash and the Masked Man are left. I can't bear to look. You must, my little bird. Ming is returned and he will see your fear. You must be strong for Flash. Who, who are you, Masked Champion? I'm Masked for a reason. That voice. I, I know your voice. It is my steel you should be concerned with. Flash loses his balance and falls down towards the flaming pool. Yet his quick athletic instincts allow his hand to catch hold of the rope, and he hangs on. The masked champion, thrown off balance, all but falls, ah! but saves himself by grasping Flash Gordon's legs. Hold on, masked champion. Crawl up over me and gain access to the sky ropes. But the tournament only has one champion. If you don't do this, there will be no champion. We're equal in this struggle for life. Can't you see that? I'm not just fighting for my own life, but for the whole world of Mongo. For the freedom of Mongo. I'm losing my grip. Don't let go. Grab my free hand. No. You're the winner. I must succumb to my fate. I fight against Ming, the emperor. See him in his royal chair? He's laughing at our deaths. This is folly for him. Join me and we can free Mongo forever. Flash, you're right. And in his struggle to live, 
the champion's mask falls off, revealing Prince Baron. Baron, why are you fighting? I had to, Flash. I've fallen in love with Princess Aura. Better you than me. Come. Uh, grab hold of the sky rope. And the two men gain footing on the sky rope and shake hands. Impossible! This is not allowed! While the crowd changes their bloodless cheers to one of admiration of their courage and demands that both men shall live! During that night's banquet, Flash and Baron are brought before Voltan and Ming the Merciless. None of your trickery, Ming. You will proclaim them both kings. So be it. <laughs> but I shall choose their kingdoms. <laughs> to Prince Baron and my daughter Aura, I give the kingdom of the forest. <laughs> to Flash Gordon and the Earth Girl, I give the kingdom of the caves. <laughs> you fiend. You know neither kingdom has been conquered. I have had enough of you, you paper tiger. I will not stand by this decree. Yes, you shall. The Hawkman's necklace of Pau. You've stolen it. I am the emperor, and it's my possession and my power. Now, obey me. What, what is happening to me? Ming is all-powerful. Obey me. Ming Flash, the Hawkmen are all bowing to Ming. It must be the necklace, Flash. Ming has usurped its power for evil. But why is it working on us? I don't know. Perhaps it is because we are not of this world. Each kingdom has its own necklace, Apau. Each works its magic different as to the race of men. Then if Ming steals all of the necklaces... Yeah, he can control all of Mongo. Quick, Baron and Thon, you must return to your homelands and protect your sacred necklaces. And amidst the bowing Hawkman, our heroes flee to the safety of the Lion Men's King Drewbridge's gyroship. Father, Flash has escaped! What? Not again! She tests me, Ola, he tests me! Lead the search parties yourself and find them. I have more important matters to attend to. What is more important than capturing Flash? Capturing all the sacred necklaces of Pau. Only then can I truly control Mongo and finally destroy Flash Gordon. What will happen to Flash Gordon when he attempts to thwart Ming's conquest for the sacred necklaces of Pau? Unfortunately, you'll have to wait until the Texas Radio Theater Company continues the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. Okay, okay, I gotta stop right there. Um, no, you're probably not gonna hear another episode of Flash Gordon from the Texas Radio Theater. It's just, that was something we did. We had a lot of fun doing it, and we're, we're gonna move on to other things. Now, if anybody out there, another radio drama group out there, sorry, audio drama, patio drama group out there would like to uh, talk to me about some of the scripts. We did flesh out the story a little bit as far as the amulets of Pau and how they were able to enslave the inhabitants, or at least um, the battle between Ming and the other kingdoms for the amulets, blah, blah, blah. And I think we came up with, I can't remember if there were 12 kingdoms of Mongo or something like that, but we were starting to take off on the story, but then we kind of, like I said, moved on to other things. So, hope you enjoyed listening to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast.
Sorry about that. Uh, my cell phone's ringing. And uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed listening to the Texas Radio Theater podcast. And tune in next time. Not sure what we're going to do, but it will be fun. It'll be awesome. You'll love it. And um, here's the credits. This episode of Flash Gordon was brought to you by Gasoline and Titanic 2. Additional support was provided by the Arlington Museum of Art, by the Coffee House at Lincoln Square, and most importantly, by you. The Terror of the Hawkman was adapted by Richard Froelich and D.B. Humphreys. It was directed and engineered by Richard Froelich. Live sound effects were provided by Jennifer Parsons. And myself, Ken Rainey. At this time, we'd like to invite the cast to come back to the microphone and introduce themselves to you. My name is Rich Baker, and I played Prince Baron. I'm Mitch Carr. I was King Voltan and others. My name is Bill Flynn. I played the Frenchman, the captain of the Titanic, Dr. Zarkoff, and the silent whistler. My name is Larry Groby. I was aboard the Titanic, and I was also your announcer. My name is Gary Layton. I was Prince Thun, Tournament Crier, and others. My name is Marianne McCarty, and I was the ticket seller and Princess Aura. My name is Jennifer Parson, and I was the two doomed priestesses, Yogi and Zogi. I'm Spencer Prokop. I was the King of England and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ming, the Merciless. I am Donna Saffron. I was the girl in the bar, Christina Aguilera and Dale Arden. I'm Tim Wardell. I played the ship's mate uh, and Flash Gordon. And I'm Kid Rainey. I was your mate announcer and your production manager. Special thanks go to Rachel Bounds, the coffee house at Lincoln Square, our all-volunteer cast and crew, and especially to you for helping keep this valuable form of entertainment alive. Log on to www.texasradiotheater.com for more details and information. Also, if you're not on our mailing list, please sign our book before you leave. On behalf of the Texas Radio Theater Company, I'm your announcer, Ken Rainey, saying thank you for listening and have a very pleasant evening. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.